Living during these times that we are in can be very difficult for many of us. The enemy is desperately attacking us to draw us away from faith in Messiah and wants us not to submit to the will of the Most High. So he attacks us. For you, he may be coming at all of your weaknesses and preying on them as a wolf. It can be so difficult to live through. All of us are dealing with so many challenges and fighting so many different battles, and it can seem like they are never going to end. But we must hold on to our faith. We must live through the word. We must resist the devil and his attempts that are against us. We must live as overcomers walking in strength and conviction. You may be dealing with hatred from your family and friends. They may be trying to squash your faith. You may feel like there are divisions being made. I want to provide perspective based on the word and allow you to know what Father has told us about these divisions. Let's begin. Okay, so yes, there is a separation and division happening right now. It feels physical, but if you look under the hood and really diagnose it, you'll see that it is all spiritual. True believers in the word of Yah are being separated from the followers of this world, from those that claim belief in him with their mouths, but not from their hearts, and absolutely separating from the enemy and his minions. We are his righteousness, carriers of his truth. We are the light in the darkness. We are the salt of the earth that gives it its flavor. And the truth is that this world does not want this kind of seasoning any longer. They are metaphorically trying to go on a saltless diet. They no longer want this light shining because it makes them feel uncomfortable. Around everyone else, they can feel comfortable in their decisions. They can feel comfortable with their conforming and decision of living in rebellion. But around us, they feel uncomfortable. So they want you to either conform like them or they want to make you feel bad and try to break you. For you, there may be people that you are trying to pull out of the arms of Satan but it seems it's in his arms that they'd rather be. And because of that, they are coming at you and attacking you. Of all the other methods of attack that comes at you, the enemy will use the people you care about the most to try to hurt you. This was true even before we got to this point in time, where now everyone is bending the knee. When you come to Messiah and are a part of his assembly, the enemy oftentimes will send those you love to draw you away from him. You'll be ridiculed, unfairly treated, isolated, used and taken for granted, called crazy, people refusing to talk with you when they disagree. They won't have real conversation with you. They refuse to discuss things with you, but then openly rebel against you. They will bear false witness upon you to others. I mean, the list goes on and on with the mistreatment. It won't only just come from the people that you don't care about either. It will come from the people that you do care about. And many times you will never understand what the problem is and why. And on the flip side, maybe you are feeling that you just don't want to be around these people any longer. You're tired of dealing with the betrayal and backstabbing, the ingenuineness, the hypocrisy and the easy rejection of Messiah in their lives. You can't stand that they hate the truth. You don't like watching the people that you love walk into the arms of their enemy. You see, the truth is that Belief in Messiah does bring division. For so long, we have been taught that our belief in Christ will bring the world together. But that is not what Yahshua himself said. In Matthew chapter 10, he said, 
Now brother will deliver a brother to death, and a father his child. And children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. And you will be hated by all for my namesake. But he who endures to the end will be saved. That's verses 21 and 22. He also said in chapter 10, Do not think that I came to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's enemies will be those of his own household. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he who does not take his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. He who finds his life will lose it. And he who loses his life for my sake will find it. That's verses 34 through 39. You see, the world agenda right now is working towards this false agenda of world peace. But belief in Messiah does not bring this. He told us this so we would know how to deal with this when it occurred. We were never given false expectations. Because of our faith, people will be set against us. Not just the outside world, but those of our own household. Those of our own family. Listen to what he said in verses 37 and 38 because this is important. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he who does not take his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Why did he say that? It's because of what many of us are going through. And unfortunately, what many of us will do is succumb to the pressures of not wanting to be hated by our family. So we suppress our faith. Many don't want to feel separated from their family, or they don't want to be the cause of any division. So they suppress their feelings and their faith, something they should never do. They love their mother and father more than they love him. They love their sons or their daughters more than they love him, doing the exact opposite of what he told us to do. They are not willing to take up the cross and follow after him. They don't want to deal with the division that comes from belief in him. In the end, they will see that those actions have made them not worthy of him. And that is truly sad. You cannot do that. If you are walking boldly in your faith, that is nothing to be ashamed of. If the people you love hate you for it, then it is their problem, not yours. Do not dim your light because they cannot handle it. Continue to shine it. And if the separation comes, know it is not you, but them. Faith in Messiah brings the vision especially from those that say that they love him by word only. What many of those types will try to do is to provoke you in your flesh, to try to prove to their own selves that your faith is ingenuine and not something that they should follow. Never help prove them right. It's very hard dealing with all of that. And no one but the Holy Spirit can tell you how to deal with each situation. This is why we must be led by the Spirit and not by our flesh. For me personally, I have been led to be a punching bag for others in hopes that I was able to bring them to Yah. I dealt with a lot of misuse and people that love me in ways that did not say love. People that are takers and used me and took my kindness for weakness. I dealt with it for many years in hopes that my conduct and Messiah would eventually reach them. I knew that if I was far away from them, there would be no way for me to reach them. 
so father built me up in strength to deal with their abuse. I often had to tell my wife not to even bring it up to me, what she saw or how she felt, because I had to suppress my flesh and certain feelings that would make me weak. So I know exactly how it feels to be there for people who mistreat you. Let me tell you though, what it does do for you is it builds up your relationship with Messiah because you realize he is what you need and his love is what will sustain you through all strife and challenges. So it's odd because without all that hate and mistreatment, maybe my relationship with Yah wouldn't be what it is today and I wouldn't have the strength he has given me during these days. In the last days, there will be people that you will have to turn away from. There are people that you will have to separate from. But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of Elohim having a form of godliness, but denying its power. And from such people, turn away. That's 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1-5. through 5. From such people, turn away. Do not feel wrong for this, but make sure this is not being led by your flesh. Like I said, I was a punching bag for many years, but with those same people today, I am not any longer. I offered grace in many of those relationships going back and dealing with them even though there was no apologies and regret. But I was led to show grace in the relationship, all for the promotion of my faith in Yah. But today, I am led to turn away from many of them. I have planted many seeds. But to protect my strength and not to be led in my flesh, I had to turn away. The way I see it is maybe I am led to water your seeds and you are to do the same for mine. Father knows what he is doing and that's why we must let him be our guide and our leader. By reading the word, you'll see that he led the apostles in this way many times. Now I urge you, brethren, note those who cause division and offenses, contrary to the doctrine which you have learned, and avoid them. For those who are such do not serve Adon Yahshua the Messiah, but their own belly, and by smooth words and flattering speech deceive the hearts of the simple. For your obedience has become known to all, Therefore, I am glad on your behalf, but I want you to be wise in what is good and simple concerning evil. And the Elohim of peace will crush Satan under your feet shortly. The grace of our Adun, Yahshua the Messiah, be with you. Amen. That's Romans chapter 16, verses 17 through 20. Also, I wrote to you in my epistle not to keep company with sexually immoral people, Yet I certainly did not mean with the sexually immoral people of this world, or with the covetous, or extortioners, or idolaters. Since then, you would need to go out of the world. But now I have written to you not to keep company with anyone named a brother who is sexually immoral, or covetous, or an idolater, or a reviler, or a drunkard, or an extortioner, not even to eat with such a person. For what have I to do with judging those also who are outside. Do you not judge those who are inside? But those who are outside, Elohim judges. Therefore, put away from yourselves the evil person. 
That's 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 9 through 13. Now, listen, please do not mistake this guidance for a reason to stop spreading the gospel, a reason just to isolate yourself away from everyone. That's not what I'm saying. It's quite contrary to that, actually. You must turn away from those that are stealing your strength and trying to provoke you through your flesh so that you can continue to spread the gospel to the lost. What I see in the world right now are people fighting against the mockers and the scoffers. We are being held up by those who are enemies of the gospel, those that seek to promote division. When we allow those people to take hold of us, we then become distracted from our purpose. Do not allow those who are enemies of the gospel to steal your joy and push you through your flesh. In these times, we are to endure and overcome. And there are some that are unknowingly working against you because of who you serve. Like I said, it's spiritual. Many don't even know they are doing it. They may not personally know that they are your enemies. But because they are enemies of the gospel, they then become enemies of what you stand for. You cannot let them dim your lights during the time when your lights are needed to shine brighter than ever. Now to children. If you live in the homes of those that you believe are enemies of the gospel or those that love him more with their mouths and not with their hearts, I know this is a difficult situation, but that is your cross to bear. You cannot show your belief in Messiah while being disrespectful and disobedient to your parents. It is very difficult to grow in that kind of household. What you must do is grow yourself up in the word and allow yourself to be fully led by the Holy Spirit. He will guide you. He will tell you what to do. He will tell you how to get out of taking the solution if that's being forced upon you. You must be led by the Holy Spirit. Everyone's situation is different, and there is no cookie cutter or perfect explanation or guidance for all. But Father knows your situation, and this is how you show you trust Him and how you build yourself up in Him. Trust in Him. Now, to those married in relationships, with those that are not abiding in Messiah or those that are unbelievers, your situation is different as well. I mean, you are married to them, so you cannot just turn away from them. The Apostle Paul spoke on this situation. But to the rest, I, not the Adun, say, if any brother has a wife who does not believe and she is willing to live with him, let him not divorce her. And a woman who has a husband who does not believe, if he is willing to live with her, let her not divorce him. For the unbelieving husband is sanctified by the wife, and the unbelieving wife is sanctified by the husband. Otherwise, your children will be unclean. But now they are holy. But if the unbeliever departs, let him depart. A brother or a sister is not under bondage in such cases. But Elohim has called us to peace. For how do you know, O wife, whether you will save your husband? Or how do you know, O husband, whether you will save your wife. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 12 through 16. You must continue to be an example of our faith. You must walk in Father's ways and be strong in them. Be an example to them. If they still choose to live under this, you must bear your cross and continue to minister to them through your example. This means you must be strong and make sure their will does not overcome yours. If they leave, then you are not under that bondage any longer. You require conviction and strength, which Father will provide if you rest and trust in Him. Listen, let me say this again. 
This, again, is not a message of walking away from everyone and keeping the gospel to ourselves. I want to make sure this is abundantly clear. The gospel must be spread, and it cannot stop being given. This message is for you not to let the enemy dim your light in such a way that it has stopped the gospel and the truth from going forth. Do not feel guilty for the relationships lost because you have surrendered to Messiah. Do not feel wrong if there are some people you are being led to turn away from. You cannot save everyone, and that is not your purpose. Your purpose is to walk in the calling Father has placed on you, to walk in the steps He has laid out for you, to speak the convictions He has placed on your heart. You cannot let the enemy get in the way of those steps and cause you to stumble. And you should know the enemy loves using those you are close with to do this to you. You cannot love these people more than Yahshua. You cannot serve them both and stay between both sides. The word of God does offend. That's not on you. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. That's Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. You cannot try to limit the word and the convictions Father places on you to spare your relationships. When you do this, you are choosing not to serve him. You are choosing to serve others before you serve him. You are loving others more than you love him, and therefore saying you are not worthy of him. And that is a horrible thing to say. I believe everyone has people that are sent to them. When people choose not to fully take on this responsibility, it is because you are not walking fully in your faith. You do not want to be hated, even though he told you to expect it. You do not want to have any hard conversations with them or the possibility of being separated by them. Cut short, you are not willing to bear your cross for him. I read Matthew 10 in the beginning of the video. Let me read another part of what he said there. Therefore, whoever confesses me before men, him I will also confess before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, him I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. That's verses 32 and 33 of chapter 10. Yes, you may have told your family that you love our Father, but when you do not speak what Father has placed on your heart to say because you are protecting your own self, you are not bearing your cross and you are denying Him. Our jobs are to be ministers of the faith to whoever He sends us to. Do not say you love Him, but then do not want to carry out His will. Listen, we are in the end game. He hasn't moved and the world has not changed yet because he is waiting for others to be saved and called out. He loves us all and is still giving us time to repent and make things right. Do not take his love, grace, and mercy for us for granted. Do your part in his assembly. Bring others to him and tell them what he has placed on your heart, regardless of what that means for those relationships. Faith in Messiah does bring division. And unfortunately, everyone that you have had in your life will not come with you in his kingdom. Your job is to try to change that in those that you love. Not by holding back the truth. Not by suppressing what Father has placed on your heart. Not by trying to play both sides. But by walking boldly in your faith and living with the outcomes that come from it. Though you may be divided from those you love, he will fill you up with the love you need. Do not choose the people who are rejecting him instead of choosing him. That's clearly an idol, and we are to get rid of our idols. 
there are some people that do not want to receive the truth. They love the lie more than they love the truth. And no matter how much you try to explain things to them, they will not receive it. And as things get deeper and we walk further into darkness, as they keep taking the world's solution, they will reject you more and more. And at the same time, they'll start working against you, trying to offend, to provoke you through your flesh. You must not allow this. Yahshua said, Do not give what is holy to the dogs, nor cast your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn and tear you in pieces. That's Matthew chapter 7, verse 6. There comes a time when we have to stop throwing away our time and attention on people who do not care. These people will not respect what you are doing and then will turn on you, tearing you into pieces. If they continuously reject you, just pray for them. It's hard, I know. But what often happens is that they can affect your ministry and then tear you down, which is often what Satan is trying to do. The Holy Spirit will lead you to someone who is hungry and ready to learn. Release the person you've been trying to push and force into changing against their will. If that person doesn't want to change, you cannot make it happen. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and teaching. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers. And they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. But you, be watchful in all things. Endure afflictions. Do the work of an evangelist. Fulfill your ministry. That's 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 2-5. through five. Brothers and sisters, always put our Father first and fulfill your ministries. Be blessed. Okay. Thanks again for watching. If this has blessed you, please don't forget to like and share this video with others. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to this channel. Elohim willing, I upload every Friday. Please don't forget to follow this ministry on Facebook and Instagram, as well as on my website, truthunedited.com. Again, if you no longer see this channel on this platform, please look for the videos on my website, truthunedited.com. Thank you for watching. I'm thankful for all of you. Thank you especially to those Elohim has placed it on your hearts to give and you have done so. Thank you and your assistance in carrying out this ministry every week. Thank you for your blessings and your prayers. They truly support this ministry. Okay, thanks again for watching. I love you all.